Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifeoluwa Abegunde. To the glory of God, I'm welcoming you once again and I pray the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. This is a platform where you have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of time. I'm employing you, you're not a Baptist, don't be restricted by the denominational source of this message. You will always be blessed. Yes, we move on to the glory of God. August 29, 2021 is another Sunday. And the topic we have for our Sunday school lesson is Hope Eterna. Hope Eterna. That is taken from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to the end. And a continuation from chapter 5, verses 1 to 10. A good text readers. Now we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed and we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Second Corinthians 5 1. Let us pray. Father, we acknowledge you for grace granted unto us to hear from you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because your word is coming to bless us. And tremendously beyond our imagination, you will move again today. And Lord Jesus, you will make us see as you want us to see. You'll bring our heart to the place of understanding of you that we may walk this journey with you till the end. That come what may, we would maintain our relationship with you. That we may get the place of rest. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for worship you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Yes, our lesson for Sunday is an eye opener. Mm. Just as I used to say, an eye opener to how reality we can walk. Walk here and out. One, first with the understanding that, see, all the challenges that we are faced with is never something that we will say God is not aware of. Neither are we going to say that it's quite in it's quite inevitable, you know, that there is a way we would who escape some things without faced with them. Life ups and down is not a respect of anyone. And this makes us to come with the understanding that even as Christian, even as Christian, you are not immune against life challenges. And if you are not immune against life challenges, what then must be your attitude towards it? A life of emulation is the late President Abraham Lincoln of the United States of America. Despite what he faced in life, before he gets to age 61, when he was the president, he became the president then. At some point, he had failed in business. He had lost several counts of election. To the point, at the point, also, before he became the president, he lost his wife. And this man never gave up. The vision, the hope that he's going to be a great man and a successful one for that matter. And nothing will stop him in the way of achieving it. He will never give room for depression, nor give room for, you know, life challenges to weigh him down. 
And this becomes a foundational lesson to the Word of God, where we also see a very important case study in the Scripture, and that is Apostle Paul. Paul, again, is speaking to the church in Corinth. And let's take it as a speaking of him to us today as Christians on how we too must continue in this journey, understanding that a lot may happen to this our earthly body, but we must do all to ensure that our hope for eternity is intact. Why is it important? This forms the first part of our lesson. Hope in Tana, Paul's motivation. Hope in Tana, Paul's motivation. That is taken from 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18. Read. I love you read that. That's what I mean. So from here, what we're able to have is the understanding of the word of God coming so clear as Paul's letter to this church was suggesting that he had faced several suffering. And as an apostle, he wasn't immune against the suffering. He was faced with it in several form. And in all of this, he makes clear that he is not giving up. Why would he not give up? Verse 1 of the same chapter, chapter 4 gives us a clue to that and we discover that in that verse 1 it was clear that he understood God he has the understanding of who God is and the call of God upon his life he understood that God has called him to this ministry and because he has been called he must yield to he who has called him he understood that his living is unto his glory and this became a motivation for him Understanding that no matter what, he must not give up. Today too, the question is, what is your motivation for doing what you are doing? Why are you where you are today? Why are you pursuing what you are pursuing today? Is it because you've also come to understand that there is a special mission you are sent forth to achieve, particularly unto the glory of God, because this is the basis of it all. And now, what becomes so strong that we must see, as he was able to make less the fact that no matter what he is faced with, yes, he has a dying body, a body that has been faced with a lot of suffering, severe one. But he says that he will not give up. Why? Because he understood that the problem of this time is not what? He is not of the same width to the glory that is to come. He understood that the suffering is just something temporary. It is not going to last forever. Do you also understand this? Have you, have you, are you continuing this same understanding or you've given up? You've given up because it seems that all that you are faced with is still the same and it has not turned. Don't think this is a joke. Whatever it is you are faced with will soon turn and turn to be something positive. And mind you, when you don't give up utmostly, the glory that is awaiting, which is the hope eternal, that became a motivation for Paul, is it all. Paul never loses gaze. And this is where the message is coming to us now as Christians, that no matter what it is, we must not lose our gaze. On who? On God. He careless what it is saying now. The severity of the pain around that around what he has suffered in his body wasn't a very a very important thing to hold on to. 
and say, no, I'm turning back. I'm not going to continue on this race. If we look at what is happening all around us, there are bad incidents happening. And some of us are also falling victim of it. But Paul in his time never gave up. He says he's looking on to that unseen, which will surely come his way. My encouragement as the word is also coming to us that our motivation must be nothing else. But this hope in Tana, this home that we will surely come to have. And this is what this part of the lesson is trying to bring to us, that doing the will of God must continue to push us. And we should understand that what will sustain us, as Paul was able to emphasize, is that even while the physical body dies, he says the spirit is always being renewed day by day. Get your spirit renewed day by day. Continue your walking with God. Know that he is faithful and he will never leave his own. And as for the promise of the glory he has made for us, he will surely make it a reward for his children. I pray the Lord help us as we wait more on the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. To the second part of our lesson, we say it's guarantee of our future glory. What guarantee the future glory? Read 2 Corinthians 5, 1-5. From here, what is clear from the word of God is that we have no other thing that can guarantee our future glory other than staying in God. When we stay in God, the help of the Holy Spirit comes to us. The last verse of this portion makes clear to us that this is the only way our salvation, or let me say our future glory as it is, is made guaranteed. Paul was able to make a construct between the tent and a house that is built. Ordinarily, we all know that a tent is temporary. A tent, you know, is not something that can last for a very long time. And he says tent is like the human body that will die, you know, anytime. Same way, it talks of a house that is being built. We all know that a house is much more solid and lasts made permanent, you know, than a tent. And he talks of this as a spirit. But mind you, the house we are talking about is not the kind that is built by human. We're talking of a house that is heavenly built by God. And if God, who owns all things, built something, then won't it stay, won't it stand? And this house we're talking about now becomes the concern of our spirit, not just the body. The body is the body. The body is the tent, sorry, that will die. But this heavenly building is the spirit. And the concern of Paul is that he is looking on to what will sustain his spirit and will not make it die. So that even while he is still here and out, that while he lives, he continues with the understanding that, yes, even if something keeps happening to this physical body, this body that, you know, that is experiencing pain, hardship, you know, suffering, trial, persecution. He knows that there is a spirit that is being renewed day by day by God through the power of the Holy Spirit, which will always have a glorious future. Do you also believe this? When we understand this, our faith in the Lord must continue and nothing must push us away. I pray the Lord will strengthen us even as we continue in this understanding of the truth of the word of God that there is a future glorious made available for us. If we can work perfectly with God, we will surely have it. Yes, the last part of our lesson is 
the motivation of our future reward. 2 Corinthians 5, 6 to 10. I love worried. What became a motivation of our future reward is the fact that no matter what it is, whether we are away in this body, I mean, whether we die, just as Paul was saying that that is his concern, or whether he's still living in this body, he is looking on to no other thing but what? A concern to be with Christ, a concern to reign with him. And he says that pleasing God becomes an utmost desire for him. It's not a question of you and I too. Is that the pursuit that whether we live or we die, is this still a concern that we will do the will of God? We will work to please him. I won't let these things that is around us now push us away for the glorious future. This must be a motivation for us because at the latter part of this portion, we make clear that everyone will stand before the Lord on the judgment day to be assessed of whatever we have done, whether good or evil. Will it be a judgment of you that you have done it good or a judgment that you have done it evil? And we know that as we have a just God, he will never give reward to that which has not been good. So it's a concern now to you and I to get our motivation that when we continue with the Lord, no matter what it is of this present world, a desire to see ourselves victorious in the end must keep us going. A desire to know that Jesus' coming is true, that we will be rapturable when it comes, but only when we are found worthy. The hope of eternity must continue with us, and this is the end of the lesson. We must not get discouraged and let anybody sweep us away from this truth. Jesus is real, and he will soon come. And as he has said, he has gone to prepare a place, and truly he is, and he has for his own children. So my concern is that we should be motivated as we continue in this journey. I pray the Lord will strengthen our hearts as we wait on the Lord till he comes. In the mighty name of Jesus, we will keep going and we will keep strong in him till the end we shall be victorious. And that glorious home will be us, will be ours in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone.